What's going on, Lucasarians? Uh, um, Uncle Lucas, Legion of Lucas podcast. Um, been a minute, but um, I've been like just sitting and letting uh, the topics of the day play out, trying to see, um, you know, what I'm going to speak on. You know, I just don't want to kind of be like repetitive, so try to mix it up. Uh, today, I think I want to get a little motivational. Um, I want to speak on haters. Uh, we all have them. Um, anybody that ever did anything has somebody that has an opinion of them that differs um, due to jealousy. So let's just get into it real quick uh, all the way. Let's talk about a hater. A hater to me by definition is someone who finds great joy pleasure even and um um just loves the position of being the opposition to uh the person that they are basically hating on um growing up i've dealt with haters in many things and uh, um a little bit about me i grew up in a neighborhood where um i can tell you on the street i grew up on there was only uh, three fathers in the households um, down the entire street, uh, various families. But um, I was fortunate enough to have my father in uh, my household. Uh, other two families had their father in their household. Um, and by growing up with them and growing up with the others, I, I, I saw firsthand, um, you know, how life is if you don't have a father. Uh, how life is when you unexpectedly and tragically lose a father and how life is um, when you just have a hardworking, a hardworking father that, um, you know, most of the time he's just always 10 toes down working to make sure that you can um, have a good life. Um, you know, the kids that didn't have that, you know, you would draw hatred from them like. It'd be in the littlest of things, but when it boiled down, like I always um, have a bit of a, um, a like a vision when I see things or I look at situations. I always uh, have the way that I can step outside of myself and look at a situation. I've always had that ability to step outside myself and look at people, and. Um, Sometimes you, you sometimes, if you have disability, uh, you tend to talk, uh, uncomfortable truths because, um, you're not only looking at your truth, you're looking at, uh, the truths from, um, of those around you. And like, sometimes it's irrefutable, the, um, stuff that you gain from observance and, um, being quiet and just letting it all soak in. Um, but a lot of times haters are people that, if they would convert uh, from just being a hater of you, they would probably be your best friend, your number one fan, because you got to look at it. It takes effort to hate on somebody. I mean, like, think about it like this. Somebody you went to high school with always was a hater to you. You're an adult now. They're still hating on you. Uh, that means that person keeps tabs on you. You might not ever think about them but they keep tabs on you and when they speak about you or talk trash on you they want you to know 
that they doing it. Um, that's a hater right there. That 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 is somebody that just can't put into words how much they respect something that you have, something that you could do, or something that you've been blessed with. So they rather tear it down to try to fill the hole or void that they have for not having. Um, so I often say when you have somebody that hates on you, like use it, use their construct, like their criticisms of you as constructive criticism, because, um, they're not coming from a place of, they just hate you and wish death upon you. They're coming from a spot where they have some love for you and they're going to um, come at you and try to like give you a reality trick or try to bring you down to them. But if you flip it um, and use the, the situation to your advantage, uh, you'll be amazed at the energy that you could feed off of just using um, hate uh, and converting it to love. Uh, I, I'll give you an example of somebody who is like Jedi master level with it. Uh, Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton is a lady that when you see her, most people are like, oh, plastic surgery. Oh, they think of uh, her, her, um, her breast. They think of, uh, you know, everything under the sun, as well as entertainer, celebrity, philanthropist and other things. But. Dolly Parton has an amazing ability when it comes to people hating on her. She accepts everything thrown at her and spins it right back as a positive. You call her a bimbo, she'll use it and say like, oh yes, I've, I've have been a bimbo. You call her a dumb blonde, she'll give you a story about when she was a dumb blonde and what she's learned from it. You call her fake, she'll give you a story about you know, waking up, seeing something drooping and then wanting to tighten it up to perfect herself, her body. Uh, this woman, uh, you can't throw anything at her. They even threw stuff at people around her and she deflects her deflection ability was so amazing. She deflected it from them and herself. Um, Deflection is a good way to live with haters because um, a lot of the time it's just they just feel they got to say something to hate on you. They just they just feel they got to they got to talk down on you. They got to downplay you. They just they just feel they do uh, for some whatever reason. They just feel they do. Um, you know, I know people that like were bullies, you know, but the same the sad thing about people that were bullies is yep you can bully people for a long time but just like the movie uh, there's a movie with uh i think uh rick moranis and um tom arnold called um bully or something like that i can't remember the name of it but most of the time bullies end up having kids that get bullied it's like uh karmatic uh <laughs> um just justice i guess uh and sometimes you know these bullies don't know how to come and even talk to their kids about being bullied because they've always been on the other side of the coin so much 
that they don't know how to express um like remorse or um I understand or empathy to understand what they're going through. So, you know, that goes to further that like their kid could be in the place of somebody that they bully. And, um, you know, sometimes, uh, people that were bullied have kids that are bullies and they don't know how to talk to them or, you know, shun it. It happens, you know, but bully bullying and hating is pretty much the same thing. Um, we have a bully in chief right now in office. Donald Trump derives great pleasure in um, bullying people. The one group of people that he can't bully and that he knows that he can't bully and it's obvious that he has shortcomings as a man. I'm not going to like kind of just say it, but when it comes to women, if a woman says something smart to Trump, he has to respond as vicious as he can. And he doesn't know how to like take uh, a glancing criticism from a woman. He can take it from a man all day and be upset, angry. He might even make a smart comment back or sometimes he might not. But he doesn't know how to take it from a woman. Uh, and a, a crazy thing that I always think about, like when I think of Trump and his bullying of women, there's one woman that could speak so much truth on Trump, but five different gag orders prevent her from doing so. And that's uh, his ex-wife who said it best. Uh, don't get mad. Get everything when she divorced him. And uh, after she made that comment, to prevent her from like telling everything they've slapped gag orders on her. Um, that's something that Trump can do that has done to many people that he's bullied or targeted, uh, is, uh, censor their freedom of speech so that it can't tell the truth on who he really is. Um, a thing I also watch with Trump is birds of a feather flock together. Um, you know, Key Largo is a nice destination, but Key Largo is a destination of people that gravitate towards um, the Trump type nature. Um, you know, it's uh, upscale, rich people, sort of like Martha's Vineyard on the South. But um, these um, people hang in tight groups, tight societies. Um they know each other's business. They know each other's uh, skeletons because the women that they associate with run in the same circles. Uh, their kids run in the same circles and they all like play on the same back nine or at the same country club. So they hear things. Um, one reason why I like this uh, election cycle, I can't really get into either candidate because um, I know firsthand that uh, Biden has um, been in Key Largo as a guest of Trump. Um, I know that uh, the Trump family and the Biden family have history as well as the Clintons and the Trumps have family ties and history. That's why a lot of the 
stuff when you see him and Hillary and uh, things going back and forth and he's throwing things about Bill. He's not throwing things that he's heard about Bill. He's probably throwing was throwing stuff at her that he heard about Bill from Bill's own mouth on a back nine or something like and he'll call it like locker room talk. But uh, he's he's heard it and seen it. Um, here's something that you got to remember in politics In politics. It's like, uh, being a singer of love songs, you know, you're going to sing love songs and love songs and love songs. And your people are going to think listeners are going to think you're so romantic, but in reality, you could not have a romantic bone in your body. That could be just something that you just express and you found that fans like. So I, I'm just going to lean towards this platform more so than other things that I would like to sing about. Um, Trump leans towards hate speech. Trump might not be a racist, but he knows that a good percentage of this America are secretly hate, secretly racist. He knows that. Uh, a bully sometimes plays, a bully and a hater sometimes play on your own weakness. They know what you're insecure about. They know your your proclivities and um, secret natures because a hater comes from an lo- uh, area of love. So that means when somebody's infatuated with you or have a love for you, they watching you. It's like the, like they watching you when you don't think anybody's watching you. They watching you when you're doing bad. They're watching you when you're doing good. They're watching you when you do stuff that nobody knows about. And they use that as ammunition when they want to talk about you. When they want to bring you down to them to say, like, you ain't shit. That's what they use. But one thing that could change somebody that's a a hater is throw them some love. You know, like this. Uh, I found in... um, and working with people like uh, somebody can't really hate you if like they're in need of something and you give them something of yours to borrow. You didn't have to. You just did. And like then it makes it a hard psychological change for them to be like, I hate this person because they in their mind, they had a tangible need and someone that they are so mean and vicious to supplied it. So why am I mean and vicious to this person? Is something that they actually think. That's sometimes how you turn haters to friends. I have some friends that like well, very much haters of me when they first met me. And um, we became friends. Why? Because I'm not going to hold a grudge to Life is too short to like spend time hating on somebody. And three, it it should be your goal to convert a hater into a follower. Because nobody wants to like pass away and have that one person that if nobody really gave a shit too much at your funeral will talk some of the worst stuff about you while your family's grieving. So... I say it like this, when it comes to living life and living with hate, 
as a black man and a man, I can tell you the best way to challenge hate is to confront it with kindness and love. The Dr. Martin Luther King way works, but also the Malcolm X way is sometimes needed. Sometimes you have to confront somebody that hates you because they're not if like something. Everybody doesn't respond to love. Sometimes you got to be like, man, you got to out them. You go like, man, you always got something to say to me. Why? I've never said anything bad to you. I've never done anything wrong to you. What is your problem? If you don't like me, state it plain. You know, you got to you got to be like that. Or as T.I. says, if you don't like me, swing. Um, another, another little thing that's been happening right now that I, I, I kind of laugh at is um the uh, little versus battles that's been going on between entertainers and stuff like that. The TI 50 cent thing is built on real heat folks, because at first it started as a joke, but then them two started dishing stuff on each other that showed that one might have some personal hate towards the other one. And then the other one realizing this got defensive and threw back personal hate. So, I think this is um, going to be something that's going to kind of grow into a um, uh, a new beef. Um, you know, like Tupac and Biggie pitted East against West. If uh, this beef continues to grow and get larger, it's going to be like a North and South kind of thing, which I hope doesn't happen because uh, being from the South and having lived in the North, uh, you can't confront the average northerner with love you'll they'll think you're weak and you can't confront the average southerner with uh aggression because um they're gonna fight um and not talk too much to you um but we'll see how it all plays out but one thing people that i want everybody to remember from this thing today is hate is as fictional as a can't when you think somebody hates you, they don't hate you. Because if somebody really hates you, they would do everything on their in their power to make sure that you are not in the same world as them. That's hate. That is true hate. You know, um, when you hate something so much that you just want to destroy it and you don't want to reside in any parts of it. Uh, case in point, uh, if you think of the story of the devil, the devil didn't want to have anything to do with man. He thought man was selfish. Man was like a mistake and he wanted to prove it. So he set out to just show, show that uh, man is, is not worthy of God's love. And he went about it so much that he got cast out. And then once cast out, he let all like all hell loose pretty much to <laughs> say the least on man. Um, that's hate. <laughs> that's hate. That's hate because, um, he's doing hate to prove his love. So when you roll it down, you can't boil any story of hate down to something without love, but true hate is true. Hate just like there is true evil out there. There is true hatred. There are people that just, hate somebody because of the color of their skin. There are people that hate people because of their intelligence. 
There are people that hate people because of their wealth. There are people that hate someone because of their outgoingness. There are people that hate people because of their beauty. There are people that hate people because they're not beautiful. But they have confidence. So they have something that like, like something that the beautiful person might not have. Despite not having beauty, they have confidence that shines more so than the person with beauty. So they try to try to seek to tear it down by hating on them, their um, appearance. Uh, there's several ways to spin hate out there, man. But there's only one tried true way to spread love. And that's by loving. You can't show love and then show shade at the same time. Eventually, you'll come to an impasse where you're going to have to choose either one. You're going to have to choose shade or you're going to have to choose love. Um, so, you know, to everyone out there, I encourage you to choose love. Because uh, if there's somebody that you truly hate, think about why you hate them. Ask yourself, what do you hate about them that they have done to you? To torment your life. And if the answer is. They ain't did nothing to me. I just don't like them. Uh, then examine why you just don't like them. It's got to be something that. Is either deeply. Philosophically. Uh, and like. Just pungent to your principles. Of how you live. Or is it just something that is deep deep jealousy now when you realize it's jealousy if it is jealousy then you gotta like you can't be jealous of somebody without loving that they have this about them uh, jealousy and love are pretty much on the thing line like if you are jealous of your woman it's you love your woman so much that some like you think everybody just wants her and that somebody out there is better than you. That's why you're always jealous and always looking at everybody that comes nearer. Because you know that you, you feel that you might not be worthy and maybe you're not, maybe you are. But if you stop looking at the point that you're jealous and start looking at the point that, you have something with this person. Um, you share a love or a common thread that makes you family, brothers, uh, you know, partners. Then you could put away all that jealousy. Um, and that's just the realest thing I can tell you today uh, is, uh, before you hate on somebody, find at least one thing that you can say you love about them. Now you're saying, oh, there's some extremes where you can't do this. Check this out. I'm going to do a little experiment. It's going to sound crazy. The Ku Klux Klan is a group of people that um, devoutly hate black people. Now, one thing I could say that I would say is admirable about them and I'm taking this on a far stretch folks is the fact that they can work 
in secret and no one in their organization tells it. They could wear that hood for years and be a mayor, judge, sheriff, and nobody in their organization is going to tell it. It's only going to be told by either them to somebody that's going to spill it or it's going to be told, you know, by somebody that sees them changing in, changing out of that, like the, the hood, you know, or someone that follows them and finds out. So that is one thing that I can say, like, cause if we had a black society of, uh, hooded and veiled people, uh, you know who it is. They probably have YouTube videos with them like, yo, like connecting them to it or Facebook posts or something like that. But the secrecy that this organization has is bar none. Um, been hundreds of years, um, successful shit. We probably even had politicians, Supreme court justices, um, that were members. Picture that shit. It'd be a bold, bold stretch to say we might even have a president or two. Never know. But um, that is one thing that I can say that I would say is admirable about that group. Other, everything else is repugnant. Everything else is just no respect given. Um, I don't hate them. I just wish that they would have a come to Jesus moment and see the light that all men are the same. I think uh, it's going to take one day us finding the missing link and you find that missing link and um, you know, you find that skeleton, you know how they like to take the skeletons and recreate what they look like um, in real life. And then you find that when they redress that hairless ape, that uh, that hairless ape, was of dark skin tone and when you find it's like bones of its children to it and you test the dna and you do it through it you find that the 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 hairless ape had white black yellow and um brown children that will be the day when somebody like when the, the thing comes to the past that all race came from one thing and I like to believe that race is attributed to the climate, how much sunlight you get in a given area and given time and your body's adaptation to sunlight uh, over many generations would make your skin dark. If you're in a sun bad babes of Savannah and if you're in a frigid uh, European mountainous region where you're having to seek the shelter of a dark place or something that you can keep internally warm to survive harsh winters that you would get peller and peller. You know, if you're at somewhere where you're getting um, reflective light, you might brown, but you won't bake that much. You'll get like a, a brown or maybe even a yellowish tone. And when these people mix together, they just made every other tone in, in between. And that's how races was born. I, I truly believe that science won't ever like address the simplicity of that, but that's the simplicity. 
And then not too long after those races was born, hate was born. Oh, he's the favorite because he's light or he's the favorite because he's dark or he's the favorite because he's this, his hair, his this. Hate was born shortly after race was born. Um, But it all can be healed by brotherhood and seeking to understand, accept other cultures and love. So that's what I leave you with today. Any comments, questions, concern, you know what to hit me up. Legion Lucas at gmail.com. One love. Peace.